Hey everybody, I'm back, kind of, hopefully, we'll see. I mean, I've recorded like three episodes that have all been like shut off. I think it's because I was recording it and then I got a call. And so they didn't pick up what I was saying, which sucks. So hopefully we'll get this one. And if that doesn't work, then I'm just going to have to stop trying these, I guess. Or I don't know. Because remember, this is not like a a real thing for me. This is just kind of like a hobby. Not even a hobby. It's just a way for me to to get my thoughts out. A lot of people are like short-winded or get their thoughts out in concise ways. But that's not me, right? Like, I don't have that ability. I'm very long-winded. I have a lot of thoughts. And so I could do it, like, on my Instagram stories, but then it's just so long, you know? So, uh, actually in St. George, nice, um, warm here. Uh, there's, like, a fire going on in Utah County right now, which is crazy. It's, like, right across the street from my work. Yeah, so here's here's what I think I want to do. I I recorded, man, I recorded one episode that didn't work. It was on Mormons who support Trump. Then I did one on uh, like how hurtful it was that people were like basically just being so mean to me uh, for quote going against the church, which is I don't. It's not my like true intention, right? It's it's really. I think I have a couple. I think I want to speak openly be just have an opportunity to share my real thoughts without judgment i also um want to be able to well that's basically it right and help anyone that may be going through the same thing um and so i guess i just wanted to and then there's one more mixed in and i forgot what it was because it didn't save so today i've actually been thinking about something this week and maybe it's good that i I haven't been um, like sharing my thoughts a lot on this, and the reason I say that is because I um, I have like gut reactions to things. I don't know if it's a strength or a curse that I just react. Um, like something happens and I feel it in my gut or in my chest. A lot of times, right? I'll just feel this like it's it's almost like uh, there's this constantly burning kind of stove or anger or whatever inside of me. It's just kind of kind of there, always like a little dull energy and then if something happened it just feels like it takes off and you know as i'm trying to like do emotional healing work um, i realize that this is a lot of like the ego right the the idea that there's this 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 false self um that's created as a way to protect your true self and um i think I think inside, like this little kid inside of me is still like a chubby, you know, sixth grader, seventh grader um, who feels like he's trying to fit in. And and in order to do that, he has to be tougher, bigger, better, uh, more athletic, more popular than everyone else. And so when I when I feel that threat, I think my my little self, my true self feels that threat. This ego kicks in to protect. And the way that I do it is by being big. Right. You guys saw that um, that guy that ran into a cougar as he was running down some canyon in Provo, and and you know all, the articles all talked about how you need to be you need to be as big as possible. Don't crouch down, make loud noises, stuff like that. And I feel like that's that's what my ego does, right? Where it's just something, some threat or perceived threat even shows up, and my ego just whew, gets really big really quick, right? So. 
um, I, I've, it's been good. You know, I, I did this whole private thing. And for just for a laugh, you guys could go look at my um, like Instagram bio. Actually, if you see this, you probably will because I'm going to put the link in my bio just to kind of mess with the people who want things to be cozy. And, and I, I, my default is to be like, no, I'm not going to let you off the hook and keep you cozy. But what's been fascinating, I actually thought I would post more. Um, I'm on a walk right now, so if you see hear cars, that's why. I actually thought I would post more by having my little close friends list, but I, I've actually been more calculated with it. And it's not been because I don't want to share. It's actually been because I've been thinking more about like, who's my audience? If that makes any sense. Not that you're an audience, but that's just a short phrase. But the idea being like, okay, when I was posting on my main account, I'm like, I have people that are like, the church is the most beautiful, true, holy thing in the entire world. And people are like, I hate everything about Mormonism. And so you have this whole, spe- and then and then a lot of people are like, I don't even know what the hell Mormonism is. It's like this whole spectrum, right? And so um, having a, a more refined friends list of people who I, I know are at least somewhat interested, hopefully not judgmental. I did have one person who was judgmental and I was like, nah, you're out. Uh, this is supposed to be a safe place, you know? Not that I'm not... <laughs> You guys know that I can handle my own in arguing. It's more just like not. If I want to argue with people, I'll post in a, in a place where I can argue with people. Speaking of that, do you guys see that? 300, I think it's at 350 comments now about an Instagram or a Facebook freaking profile picture, man. It's crazy. Anyway, um, so well, all of that said, it's, it's forced me to think more about who, not it's forced me to think more about who I'm posting to, which has meant that it's forced me to think more about why I'm posting what I'm posting. If this is a group mainly of people that are content hearing critiques on the country or the church that they belong to or whatever else, by the way, I don't like that phrase, the church. It implies like, yeah, this is the only church, right? Like the capital T it's like, mm, no, you're a church. But anyway, and you're a small one, and in a lot of ways, it's more culty than churchy, but whatever, different podcast. And so I was just thinking about this, right, where, um, why am I, why am I posting this? What's, what's my objective here? And a lot of people, or a lot of times I I find myself wanting, really just wanting to be seen, right? Like I, something happens, or I I read something, or uh, I have an experience, and I, I want other people to validate what's happened, right? By being like, yes, me too. Or I see like a, something on Instagram that's like, oh yeah, that's good. And I want to post it. But then I think, well, everybody I'm posting to already agrees. Not that that's a, a problem or at least is somewhat in the I might agree realm. That's, that's not a problem, right? because I have my other page. Is this annoying that I'm, I'm not out of breath, but I'm, I mean, I'm breathing a little bit. I'm walking up the hill. Is that annoying? Anyway, sorry. But like, the point that I'm making is I, I don't feel like it's wrong to post like in a, in a, it's not an echo chamber. It is an echo chamber some ways where it's like, wow, look at this tree. God, you guys are dumbasses. And then everybody that sees it agrees like, yeah, they're so stupid. Like, Okay, I mean, that's true. But what's the point of doing it, right? So, 
with all of that being said and all the like reflection that I've done, I've realized like, I want to be seen. I want to protect my true self, my poor little boy inside my, like I said, my tubby seventh grade self. That's always just trying to protect. I also feel like I had to grow up faster than people because I was so much literally just taller, bigger than them, which means I had to grow up faster, which was hard. Okay. So there's another thing that kicks in the ego. And then I started thinking, I'm like, well, what's, what's my goal? Because I, I deeply believe guys in the need for vulnerability and authenticity, or I just want to be real with who I am. I want to be real with myself and with others. I don't want fake friendships that are built on, Hey, I only like you if you stay silent about things that matter to you. Or if you don't, you know, if you don't make me feel uncomfortable, I'm like, well, you're not my friend. Like I'm my, my truest friends are the people that see all of this about me. Right? They see all my flaws and they still appreciate me. Even if they don't agree with things I'm saying at a certain moment, they appreciate what I offer in terms of, you know, my, my passion, my compassion, my uh, ability to use intellect and, and all of that stuff. They appreciate it. Like my coaches used to say, like, be the type of person that you love to play with but hate to play against. And I feel like a lot of people are are annoyed that I'm not, quote, on their team. You know? So for those people that, that even if you disagree, still love me, because the truth is, is that I, I'm very, like, loyal, and I, and I stay true to people. And so thank you. But my point is, is that I, uh, I, again, I was reflecting on that. And if I believe in vulnerability and authenticity, it makes it, in some ways, I found it easier for me to use shame because that is so quickly my default anger, shame, fear, not, not fear. I don't, I don't really weaponize fear against people because I, I just don't, but anger and shame for sure are quick tools Right. And going back to that fear thing, I just don't believe in using fear. I don't think fear, I've, I've, I've never appreciated it. It hasn't worked for me. Shame motivated me in a very horrible way that I have to go to therapy and decompress, you know, bird, a cool bird, Remy. I wish you guys could see Remy when he's with bird. He goes, Papa, he loves them. But anyway, so I have this like inside like tendency towards shame. I think because it's the thing that hurt me. And so I, my, in being openly vulnerable, authentic, uh, it defaults to shame. But the problem is, is that I don't, don't believe in shame as, as an effective tool to create change. Shame works and fear works, as we know from how many times people feel in Mormonism. But they're not effective in long-term changes. They get, they, they're manipulative and they are abusive, but they don't create the type of changes that we need. Uh, that can be long-term and sustainable, okay? So I started thinking, like, why is my default to just be like, see, gotcha, idiot. Like, your logic makes no sense, and look at this post that proves it. And, again, I, there's maybe a place for that, okay? But maybe there's not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Basically, I found, though, okay, so that I, I that's my default, to be uh, direct and and shame inducing, if you want to call it that. Um, and I have to work on being more tactful. And so I just think like about this idea, I just think, it looks like somebody's late for church. I just think about this idea 
that like you know this isn't going to be like a long-term thing that will will work so i need to find another motive to do what i need to do to uh introduce people to you know the, the ways that they're illogical the ways that they're immoral one of my biggest frustrations with conservatives is is the fact that they change what matters to them uh, let me give you an example with abortion the most important thing to them in that moment is life right like that's what they they say or uh, it's not about the freedom to choose but then when it comes to guns and masks it's the freedom to choose and like i, I know people can reverse that maybe and say like oh if you support your freedom to choose an abortion but not my freedom to choose guns and, and okay fine but i i would say consistently among liberal leaning people the eth ethic that they care most about is care for others whereas uh conservatives have a bunch of different you know morals or ideologies that they'll use they'll pick and choose and that picking and choosing is extremely frustrating for me especially um that's just frustrating to me in general but it's especially frustrating when it's somebody who calls themselves a Christian when Jesus's life was all about care, right? And concern. And I understand that freedom to choose thing. Like I get it. I just don't, I don't know. I don't see, I see that concept in the war in heaven, but did, where does, where does the war in heaven even occur? Is that really scriptural? I remember being like, I think we've made this up more than what it is. Okay. So this is all a very somewhat long intro to what I want to say, which is this. I read a, a really fascinating article um, that I'll link to. And the article was basically saying like, hey, conservative, or, or conservative Mormon people who are still voting for Trump, and this is not his words, but this is my summary, you have absolutely no logical reason to do so. There's just none. He, he took their most common arguments and showed fact after fact after fact that disproved them. And then basically said, uh, you have no reasoning left, right? And the response that I saw on a thread that is in a similar vein, okay? Like I, on my long Facebook freaking comment thing, my 350 comments, there was one response thread that was kind of going over this subject of, of religion and, and picking politics. And the response I saw from someone in my neighborhood was so insightful. One of uh, these people I knew from a war when we were first married, he has a doctorate, super, super smart, basically said, hey, it'd be enlightening for you to, you know, take a world religions class, see outside your perspective, realize there's other views that, than your own, blah, blah, blah. And the response was, no thanks, I'm not fragile. I believe what I believe, my church is true, I'm not gonna change. And the guy that posted it is still like completely like, quote, faithful, has no desire to like lead this guy astray. He is a deeply, you know, committed Mormon. I'm like what I could say, you know, about myself at the time. And so this response was so enlightening where it's like, you, you know, you're backed up against the wall for lack of a better word. That's not the intent, but that's, that's the feeling that happens, right? People feel like they're backed up against walls. And, uh, and so he feels this way, 
I'm getting to a street. Sorry if this is annoying. You're going to hear all these cars passing by. An already low quality. So he feels this uh, sense of, like, you know, backed up against the wall. Like, he has no defense. Like, he can't say anything. Which is, I look, man, I've been there. And, and you want to, you just want to fight, right? It's that fight, flight, or freeze right there where you just want to be like, okay, like, I'm in, a, I'm in a point where I feel like I am defenseless. And so people will act in one of those ways. They'll fight and they'll just, you know, they'll attack, whatever. Okay, fight, flight, or freeze. And then I started thinking, I'm like, this was, this is not a threat to, like, at all. It wasn't, it didn't even come across in any way as a threat, but it was perceived as one, okay? And, and so, he's like, I'm not going to change. I saw another post from this person's family member that was like, keep fighting for what you believe in. Like, they're trying to change you. It's like, well, actually, he literally posted something that said some stupid conservative thing with that little caption, like, change my mind. And, and like one of the comments was like, I'm beginning to think that you don't actually want to change your mind. And like this person who posted it, sibling was like, now you're getting it. See, we don't actually want to change. It's like, wait, but you said, you know, right. It, it doesn't, it's illogical. Okay. So, um, so I, I just have been thinking about this and, and my desire to use shame to, and, and, it's, remember, it's not a conscious desire. It's my initial reaction. I'm like, oh, just like do something to make the feeling of gaslighting stop. Do something to make these people see how illogical it's like. I feel like so often recently with like Trump supporter types, you'll you'll basically be like, this guy's blue, and they're like, no, it's not. And you're like, well, it actually is. And they're like, do you have any resources for that? And you're like, well, uh, I mean, my own eyes, but also here's, you know, these four you know, peer-reviewed articles are like fake news. And it, and it makes you feel like insane, right? Where this thing, where this happens, you just feel like, wait, I don't, this is like weird, you know? And it, may, and it makes you feel like you are like literally going insane. And, uh, and so I find myself wanting to post, not even to convince people, but just to, to make sure that I have my own sanity right? That I'm, I'm a normal person. I'm like, wait, you guys see this too, right? Like I'm not dumb. And so, um, I, I'm just reflecting on this, right? This idea that change is a bad thing. This person used the word fragile. I'm not fragile. Therefore I'm not going to change my, my political beliefs or how I feel about the church, even when it wasn't a threat. And I started thinking about what it would take to have, like, real change. Like, what would it take to get somebody who thinks the way that these, these people think to see these factual, like, evidences against their point of view and feel safe to change? And then I just started thinking about how Mormons value so much this idea of staying in the boat. And I think I've talked about that before, right? Where like staying in the boat, making sure that you never, ever leave the, the church, the gospel, whatever you want to call it, Jesus, solely because it's bad to ever change your mindset, that you're viewed as weak or flawed because you know how 
people are, they shame you. They say you were never faithful enough if you walk away from Mormonism, blah, 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 blah. And so I don't know, guys, I don't know the answer to this problem. How do you get to a point where people begin to value um, changing their minds when presented with new evidence above, like above holding on to things that are unbelievable? I don't know the answer to that. But I wanted to just talk about this concept that it's it's bad to change your mind. And um, I'm, I started to think like, well, what's my point in doing this podcast? Like I just wanted to go on a little walk, listen to like some Kanye from like 2003, not new Kanye because it's just hard for me. The, it's just hard. <laughs> but anyway, I just, uh, I don't know. Like how do we get to that point? Why is it like this? Um, I think truly, guys, the answer is that we have to, it's so hard, but I think we have to try to build up the worth of conservative, you know, Trump-loving people, Mormons who are so scared and fragile. They feel like their entire identity is, is built on, you know, their political beliefs or, and or their religious beliefs. Hard didn't sound good. Anyway, um... So we need to give them a platform of worth from which they'll be able to critically evaluate themselves in a way that's that's necessary. So they'll say like, okay, like I have enough sense of self that I can stand back and look at my beliefs and and not fall apart if they're wrong. You know, a lot of here's an example. You know, trust me, this is preaching to the choir, right? I was a freaking seminary teacher. Like in 2016, I didn't vote for Trump, but. The fact that I, I thought Hillary was just as bad as it shows a lot of where I was, right? And so, and, and also a seminary teacher being truly like, quote unquote, committed to the church. So obviously changing my mind was hard, which is why it's funny to me that uh, people will be like, you just have to see my perspective. I'm like, do you not remember anything about me? Um, and so like, how, how did I, how did I get to this point? Well, it started with therapy and developing a strong enough sense of self and self-worth that I could evaluate my thinking and positions from a, a more objective place and realize, hey, my identity is not the church. I don't have to feel bad if the church gets this wrong or does this wrong, or if I want to separate, if, if I feel like the church is separated from what I believe in this or blah, 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 if I want to separate. And so we need to, to somehow help people get a strong enough sense of worth, which is so hard, not because we don't know how, but because it feels like if you're building up somebody's worth, who is doing and saying just horrible things, who votes for a horrible person, it's hard to be like, Hey, you're still loved because it's like, you are actively hurting people and, and you're arrogant. And so many Trump supporters are just like, you know, snobby, not sno- snobby is not the right word, but like, just like, they're just dicks. Right. And they have their big ass flags. And it's just so obnoxious and they're just like, but they don't have any logic. So it's literally just like, Hey, you guys are dumb. And they're like, Trump 2020. Like, and they respond by being dumber, you know, it's just hard. And, and so I'm, I'm just thinking like, how do we get them? How do we be honest? Where we're like, no, your beliefs are wrong and you're really mean. And also be like, but you need to know that you're still loved. Like that's, that's a challenge, right? So there's that. Um, 
the other thing I would say is so often it feels like Mormons and, and reading a thing, I read a bunch of articles yesterday on a bunch of different things, but one of them pointed out how like the Republican National Convention was like, they are removing cops, taking your guns, freeing prisoners, and moving MS-13 right next door to rape you. And by the way, the police aren't going to come because they're defunding them. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, like that's a crazy, fearful, fear-inducing vision of what's happening and what the liberals want, right? And then I thought, well, if I believed that, like I'd be freaked out of my mind. I'd be scared. And then I thought, that's exactly what they're trying to do. You know, there's been some conflicting research that shows that, uh, you know, if your brain is, is filled with cortisol or stress or fear, that you are more likely to lean conservative. Um, and again, that's been, there's been some conflicting claims, but it's an interesting concept. And I find that to be true with Mormonism, right? The whole concept of the church of Jesus Christ of latter day saints is this is the last days, even though there we've been, people have been saying that since Jesus first died, which was eighty thirty four. So it's been a long time coming and it's baseball is long. Like I'm a baseball player, but like, this is long, man, like really long supposed to be like the last out of the ninth inning like two years ago. So I, I mean, or 20 years ago. So I, I don't know. It's been a long, long time. Anyway, guys, um, if you're, what I'm saying is if you're filled with fear that your life is falling apart <laughs> and that, you know, the church is falling apart and all these things that everybody's out to get you, it makes sense why you would run and, and want to protect and double down, right? Fight, flight, or freeze. A lot of people will, uh, they'll just freeze and, and they'll want to protect or maybe even you can call that fight, I guess, that they'll just want to be like, no, I'm here and I'm ready to defend myself. And I just think it's so unhealthy. So I don't know what we have to do. Um, going all the way back to the beginning, thinking about my audience here and the people that are listening are, are largely people who are deconstructing the, the painful aspects of Mormonism or at least interested in that. And so I would say... Like, it's okay, right, to change your mind. Like, if you believe something and you taught something and you said something proudly, I know the church is true or whatever else. Because certainty is comforting, right? Certainty makes people feel good in the middle of a lot of mess. And so I think that's why people are drawn to Mormonism, because it's certainty in the middle of just a bunch of crap, right? So understand that and, and be compassionate towards yourself and say, you know what? Like now that I know better, I'm doing better. And that's a beautiful thing. It's, it's something to be proud of, right? Not something that you double down with. And then the other thing I would say is look for ways to build up um, and, and not, maybe not even just build up, but at least not actively shame and, and try to get to the root issues and help people feel seen, even if they... Um, are there's no logic for what they believe whether that be religiously politically or what have you um i don't know how to avoid using shame i sorry i keep saying shame i don't know how to avoid using these gotcha type things that make people feel shame right because i'm not guys i'm I, i'm not intending my conscious self is not intending to use shame okay but anyway i feel like i'm rambling i don't even know if this is helpful i don't even know if it's helpful for me I just wanted to say, like, it's okay to change your mind. And we collectively need to make it okay to change our mind. We need to stop valuing this idea of holding to the rod, right? 
as the virtue above all others. We need to stop making it so that the the sense that staying in the boat is the best thing that you could possibly do. That that's not like the epitome of somebody that we should idolize. Somebody who sees all the facts and chooses consciously to avoid them. That I don't feel like that's worthy of praise. Um, oh, and I would also say this kind of thinking gave me a little maybe breakthrough as to why church leaders who I believe know a lot of the stuff that they don't talk about, why are they still there? Are, are they doing it because they're just purely unkind? Because they're just purely bad, manipulative people? Are they doing it because they want to get rich? I don't think there's enough evidence for that. I don't think that's their motive. I truly think these are people who believed, have been confronted with their, um, like, have been confronted with the, with dissonance and have done anything to protect their sense of self um, that they feel like is under attack when Mormonism is shown to be illogical. That felt like a long sentence. The point that I'm making is it feels like these people are just trying to protect their egos. And, and that sounds like, oh, like they're cocky. No, no, I mean like their false self. They're trying to protect their their false self is trying to protect their true self. Okay. So anyway, I feel like I'm rambling. This is not unhelpful. Maybe it is. If it is, uh, message me, let me know. If it's not, don't say anything. I'll try to release more of these, but they stop recording. <laughs> you know. So I don't know. And also I'll just, uh, just share when I feel like sharing. And I wanted to do that. Thanks for listening. I hope you guys are doing great. Talk to you later.